I want to make um, really one simple point to you today, and that's about the primacy of God's action in our lives, and especially in our conversion. That today is the feast of the conversion of St. Paul, very specific about his conversion. But when we speak about conversion, you know, usually we speak about a convert, someone who's changed his mind. We might say, you know, he's a convert. He, he used to not be a Catholic. Now he is a Catholic. And you might talk to him and he might tell you what he thought, what, he, what changed his mind. But the problem with that narrative, which we very easily make as our way of speaking, is that it's all focused on him, on the convert. And that God doesn't really get much of a, a mention in the conversion account. That it can so easily be a description about the man changing himself, not God changing him. And perhaps, thinking more locally, we can say the same not just about the convert, but about the seminarian. And the description I've just made can be a description that leads to pride. That I have made myself into the great man you see before you. I'm the perfect seminarian. You know, we're reading your self-evaluations at the moment, and I've read a few like that already. I might say of myself that I am the, the perfect formator. I'm really... Think of myself that way, that I've made myself into this great thing you see before me. Now, St. Paul, the point I'm trying to make, St. Paul was not a self-made man. We might, in contrast, say Saul. Saul does seem to have been something of a self-made man. But God took that Saul guy and he knocked him off his horse. You might say not just literally, but symbolically as well. That God took him and by his mighty providential ordering changed the whole trajectory. That by his mighty works of miracles, the voice, the light, the blinding, the healing, by his mighty grace, that he, he worked an inner transformation in Saul so that he became a, a new man. No longer Saul, but Saint Paul. Now I read a meme this week, or I saw a meme, whatever you do with a meme, um, quoting Father Garigou Lagrange that kind of illustrates this point I'm trying to make. Garigou Lagrange being probably the greatest theologian of the 20th century. And in this meme it said, quoting him, that there are two doctrines that preserve us from pride. One is the doctrine of creation ex nihilo. That if God has made everything out of nothing, if he's made me out of nothing, well, what possible pride can I claim in myself? And the second doctrine is that the primacy of God's grace. 
that even my ability to respond to his grace is itself a grace he's given me. That in everything he does in me, he's the one acting first. Now back to Saul. Now Saul might seem an unlikely choice to make the master apostle, to make the one who would take the gospel to all the nations. Saul, we think of how the early Christians must have thought of him, must have been kind of the definitive boogeyman, that the man to tell little children horror stories to frighten them at night. This one who was determined, organized, out to get them, getting his authority, his authorization, his papers from the authorities to, to go out to, to get them. A very, a very unlikely choice for an apostle. But if God can make something out of nothing, he can make an apostle out of a persecutor and a sinner. Now back to ourselves, where does this leave us? Well, when I look in the mirror, there are many things about me that somehow just don't seem to change. And as long as I think my change is about me, then my failure to change can be a reason to despair. But if I realize that my change, my conversion, is about him, then the whole problem looks different. That God is in charge. God knows what he's doing. And if he can make an apostle out of Saul, then he can make a saint out of you and me. He orders all things mightily, if I will just go with his plan. St. Paul puts it later in his letter to the Romans. And I would imagine, no doubt, looking back at this moment among others in his life, saying, all things work to the good for those who love the Lord, for all he has called according to his purpose, called to be saints. And he can take my being one who loves the Lord, even if I only love him weakly, and he can take that and build on it and work all things to the good. To close with, um, one of my favorite books is by Don Lawrence Scopoli. It's a, a classic about the era of the imitation of Christ, and it's called The Spiritual Combat. How do we combat in the spiritual life? How do we enter into that battle? And he has a long introduction. He expounds at length about how, how God works, how even in the permitting of my specific sins, my specific falls, He's at work permitting that because he, he permits me to fall in order that I might grow in humility. He permits me to fall 
that I might grow in that awareness that I need to place my confidence no longer in myself but in Him. So that even in my failings, all things work to the good of those who love the Lord. So why did God strike Paul from his horse? Why did God blind Saul? Because he had a plan for him, because he loved him. And it's the same in my life and in yours, that he allows our sin to lead us in humility, to lead us to something more. And when, as he sometimes seems to do, he slaps us about a bit, like knocking Paul from his horse, it's because he has a plan for us, because he loves us, because he is the one that will. So to conclude, today we celebrate a conversion. Today we celebrate a working of God's grace, that God's grace converted Saul. It wasn't Saul who converted Saul. And let's rejoice to think that he can even convert us.